You're listening to the Morning X with Kev. We aren't even aware from one second to the next what we're going to do. It's quite possibly the best radio show that you are listening to right now. But there's no radio at all. All radio is dead. That's for sure. The Morning X with Kev. It's 104.9 The Morning X, and uh, on Monday mornings we like to cleanse your palate, Matt Hole. Good, I could use a good palate cleanser. You and your filthy palate. I have a dirty palate. It's <laughs> filthy, dirty. Dirty palate. <laughs> Dick clean. Chelsea does a good that, uh, impression of that girl. You need, you need a weekly dose of good news. Yeah. A lot of crappy news out there in the world. A lot of depressing stuff. It sucks out there. Oh, I'm sorry. We're supposed to be upbeat. I mean, I mean everything's great. I mean, even at a local level, you know, the hogs are out. I know. And I was at the game yesterday. So we're all kind of bummed. We need some positive news stories, don't we? Yeah. Well, let me tell you something, though. Uh, playoff hockey in Rockford, awesome. The atmosphere yesterday at the BMO was electric. It was so cool. Yeah. So it's, it, it, you know, the fans, you did your best. The fans were in it. Man, the, the players, I mean, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was a good game. It's just, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, there's there's a good energy at the BMO, though, when the Hogs are in the playoffs. Oh, it was sure. awesome. It was awesome. Let's start with uh, an 80-year-old woman named Madeline Adams joins the uh, army of elderly folks uh, who are graduating from college. Well, why do you got to put it like that? I thought joined the army. Like, I thought she joined the army. Why did you think that? Because you emphasized she joined the army of college graduates. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the army. Uh, college graduates. Ah, I see. Uh, graduated from the University of Nebraska Omaha 60 years after she planned to. Sweet. Sometimes life happens, and that's exactly what she said about it. Her daughter encouraged her to go back, and now she's done at the age of 80. Good for her. I don't think I would have gone back to college. No, nah, I mean, what? I mean, at the age of 80, just live your life. You have lived your life. <laughs> for I can't Im- part. I, well, I, I can hardly imagine taking a test now. Oh, I'd fail. I don't think for, I could make it. 40 years from now? Could you write a report? I don't think I could write a report or sit in class and listen to someone talk. I couldn't do it. I could not pass college, I don't think. Yeah. Well, she said she taught her children not to start anything that they can't finish, so she wanted to be a good example, you know, with her 60-year-old children. Right. <laughs> Probably at this point. So if you start something, make sure you finish it 60 years later. Yes. Great lesson. Thanks. No, but that's cool. Good for her. That's awesome. Um, all right, here come the white guys doing impressions. A man in Kazakhstan. Oh, no. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> My wife. A man in Kazakhstan is being called a hero uh, after he saved a three-year-old girl falling from an eighth-floor window last week. I'm a big hero to US of A. <laughs> These are Borat impressions, by the way. Yes. Uh, in case you haven't picked up on that yet, high five. <laughs> You fall from a window with the glass. I catch. I catch. Uh, he was passing by when he saw her rushed into the building to save her. Okay, well, that's cool. How about that? Well, yeah. I wouldn't uh, imagine rushing into any building. I can't imagine rushing down the hallway. <laughs> we, we don't. I say so. So far, we've covered. We're out of shape and we're unmotivated. Well, that's good. I mean, it is Monday. <laughs> a woman in Michigan found out on Mother's Day that she won a five hundred thousand dollar Powerball prize. Sweet, not bad. And a woman in Utah. <laughs> uh, first of all, I didn't know this. Um, I haven't seen this at all in the news, but there is apparently a baby formula shortage. Yeah, that's a big deal right now. Uh, so a woman in Utah has decided to help mothers out by selling around 4,000 ounces of her own milk. Of her own 
Breast milk. I was wondering if it's going to start coming to that, where people start doing that. She was hoping to sell it for $1 an ounce, but she's willing to negotiate with desperate mothers. Oh. Is it just for babies? Could I'm you, sorry. Matt. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Is that too gross? Is that too dark <laughs> for Monday? Matt. That's gross. Is it just for babies, he says. <laughs> I know I have over 3,000 ounces. It was making me nervous just because my daughter was very, very colicky. And I know a lot of moms need specific formulas for babies with upset tummies. And I know how hard it can be when they're upset and there's nothing you can do about that stomach pain. Look, this is really kind of you and all, but are you drinking another human being's bodily fluid? Or, or are you buying that for your baby to drink? If it comes down to it, they're gonna you're gonna have to. Like, if there's no formula, what are you supposed to feed your baby? I mean, your own. Unless you can't. Unless if, you can't, because some people can't. Some people can't because they're on certain medications, yeah. or they just can't uh, I, for other reasons. I don't know much about that, but yeah, neither, neither do it's I. It's a big deal. But I feel weird ordering that from another person. I you don't care how nice they seem on the news. Yeah, Kev, I don't want your milk if you had any to give me. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't want to give it to you. That's the thing. This seems strange to me. It seems like uh, this this little lady is trying to make a quick buck. Well, Which may- she is, obviously. Yeah, but again, I mean, if it comes down to it and there is this shortage going on and they need milk, I mean, that's what's going to have to happen. It's like blood. I mean, you would you use someone else's blood? If you had to? Good point. So, I mean, just like formula. If you have to, you have to. Here's the difference. The blood bank... Is gonna make sure my blood's okay. Well, I'm sure there's different people. Craigslist, Craigslist, or whoever the hell she's selling this isn't checking that breast milk to make sure it's safe. I wouldn't get your breast milk off a Craigslist, all right? I would go through. There's actually don't centers and things that actually do this professionally, so I would go through one of those. Right, you could probably do that, um, but this lady's just trying to sell it to make a hundred percent profit. By the way, a hundred percent. No, I I don't trust her. No, you gotta have some sort of. Testing and certification. But I she mean, sounds so nice. I know I have over 3,000 ounces. She does sound nice, doesn't she? She sounds kind. I'm sure her intentions are good, but she's making 100% profit. I mean, I guess. It's a lot of pumping. Yeah, I mean, she's doing all the work. That's true. I don't know. I don't know about this. This this might be one of those uh, issues where it's like, yes, but no. I'd go to a more reputable source, I think, if it was me. I don't know. Hopefully that shortage gets taken care of soon. Well, Matt likes to drink it straight out of the cow. Yeah, <laughs> right? So, I mean, Matt's different. You know, I think of milk. Sometimes when I'm drinking milk and eating cereal, I think of that, and I'm like, God, I can't believe I like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I switched to almond milk a very long Have time you? ago. Yeah. I still don't know how that works. How do almonds produce milk? I don't get it. Well, it's not actual milk, dum-dum. That's the point. Well, it sounds like it. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, it's a milk alternative. I mean, if you think about it, milk, we're raised from the start of our lives on milk. Whether it's that from a breast or a cow or whatever milk, this is this is getting dangerous, uh, dangerously close to like Seinfeld material territory. <laughs> and what's the deal? Right, right. <laughs> How come humans are the only ones that drink other species breast milk? <laughs> come on. <laughs> Look, do whatever you want with your own bodily fluids, but I'm not buying it. That's 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 my final take on that. Okay. <laughs> Good you, call. You can own your own bodily fluids and do what you want with them, but. Keep them out of my fridge. <laughs> and that's your weekly dose of good news? <laughs> Question mark? We're going to take a break because sitting on your ass and drinking coffee in between fart jokes is 
Just so exhausting. 104.9. The Morning X. So there's this article that totally wasn't sent to me by the show prep service that I found on my own. Oh, good for you. Uh, that listed a lot of things um, that men actually hate that are supposed to be traditionally masculine things. <laughs> the hell was that? That was my Tim Allen. Uh, that was Tim Allen? Yeah. You sound like Scooby-Doo. Well, that too, I guess. <laughs> See, you, you got to be more grunty with the Tim Allen. Oh, 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 oh. oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going. Oh. <laughs> yeah, whoops. So Matt can't do impressions. No, nope. that's okay. We'll we'll, we'll <laughs> that, this warrants another episode <laughs> of Bad Impressions Theater. I think we're gonna have to do that pretty soon. We should. Yeah, but in the meantime, fun. there's this list. Uh, Ask Men Forum online. Uh, some people raise that interesting question: What is something that's traditionally masculine, but as a man, you actually hate it? Oh, um, you know what? I don't like UFC. I don't like when people fight each other to the death in that octagon. I think it's brutal. You know they don't fight to the death. Well, it seems like they do. <laughs> they really beat each other's... They really, really do a number on each other. Yeah, so you're not into the UFC thing. No, I don't like it. No, and it does, it does come with an attitude yeah. that I don't really care for. I, I never say my thoughts on it because if you get one person who likes it and then you don't like it, you're going to hear about it and why you're, you know... Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, all right, dude. Of course. Why can't you like what you like and I like what just I like? Just leave me alone. <laughs> Buy a shirt that fits you. What I like about this list is that I don't understand, like, some people are actually doing some of these things, like chewing tobacco. Are people still chewing tobacco? Uh, you know, uh, some people do, like little pouches. And is that supposed... Was that ever considered like a manly thing to do? Not nah, just a thing. Chew, let's chew tobacco. People have been chewing tobacco since the dawn of tobacco. Sure, and you always see in the movies, it's always a redneck. It's a, it's always yeah. a, a guy, he's got a little bump in his lip there, and he's like... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Or like when I feel like when I go get my car fixed today, the guy, well, it's going to be uh, about 1500 Yes, all mechanics are rednecks in Matt's but, story. <laughs> but no, I, I have buddies that, uh, the pouches, the little uh, skull pouches you can buy. And, yeah. I mean, everyone, they're... That's that, common. I mean, at that point, just smoke. Yeah, right. You know, you're, you'd rather have a hole in your lip. I don't know. It's, to it's, each not, his good own, for, but it's not good for you. To each, to each his own, but I didn't know that chewing tobacco supposedly made you a man. I guess so. Insecurities is another, is another one uh, that is supposedly a masculine thing that men hate, actually. Uh, like not ordering a fruity cocktail, uh, not wearing pink, or not holding a purse at the store for your for your wife. Yeah, none of that stuff bothers me. I'll go to the bar and order a fruity drink whenever I want. I don't care what people think of me. <laughs> it's not fair that we, we get judged for, you know, because I like a, a, a drink with a strawberry floating in it doesn't mean that I'm any less of a man. Yeah, it's, it's delicious, so yeah. you, know, you can go ahead and not enjoy your life. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it costs 15 bucks, but it's good. It depends on the fruity drink, actually. Yeah. I'm not afraid to have a beer, but you know, once in a while, something sweeter is nice. I like seltzers. Like, or just drinking straight hard liquor with ice in I it. Don't know, I don't know. Who am I, Sean Connery? I don't know, or James Conn? Right, those really manly guys, you know, from like the '70s era. God, I went really far back on you, those. You did, you, you did, but those <laughs> those are like the guys I think of when I think of that overly masculine yeah. era where some of this stuff probably originated. Uh, how about this one? 
trying to crush someone's hand when shaking it. Oh, I hate shaking hands. That's, that's exactly why I hate shaking hands with people. Everybody comes in differently. There's the difference between having a firm handshake and yeah. crushing somebody's hand. You can have a firm handshake without, like, crunching the bones. Some guys really want to assert their dominance over you at all times. Like, I will crush your hand. And right. Don't you start to think anything else or I'll, you know. At some point in time, it became a thing that you're not a man unless you can prove you can hurt Another the man. other guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we hit each other when we hug. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we it's, do. It's yeah. just I'm going to slap you while I hug you. Hey, that's fine. You know, I get it. I'm not a big hugger. Some people don't like fighting, and that's a typically manly thing. I don't enjoy fighting. it because, you know what, I've never been punched in the face ever. Have you? Uh, well, yeah, when I was younger, my brother and a couple of my friends, we've gotten in a fist fight. Fights. Has anyone ever, you, you, with, besides your siblings... Have you ever been in a fight with like a bar stranger at a bar? Or? Oh no! Oh no! I've avoided that. I've I've managed to I've managed yeah. to get out of a couple of fights. We'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Humor is a, humor is a tool. <laughs> Although we have smart mouths, so right. I've always wanted to learn how to fight because one day I'm going to have to cash in. You know. But to say that fighting is only a masculine thing is false. Because, yeah. I don't know, I've been to a lot of bars in my lifetime, and I have seen some ladies go at it. Oh, yeah, that's the best. And why is that the best? I don't, just is. What, I don't know. Well, well, is this a fetish? <laughs> hey, this is our time for another show, all right? <laughs> Matt likes it when the girls fight. I sure do. Who does You tell me you don't like a good girl fight? Come on. Uh, I mean, no, it's kind of loud and irritating a little yeah. bit. But I mean, any fight, it's disruptive. I don't like it. It makes Fighting makes me uncomfortable. God, I'm not a man. I'm just not a man. I get it. See, but th that's the thing. That, that That's the thing. Do you need to do any of these things in order to be a man? I don't think you do. I don't care anymore. Yeah. I, I really don't care what people think of me. Uh, not smiling when someone takes your picture. I know a couple people like that. What is it, 1915? Right, yeah. It doesn't take four hours to take a photograph anymore. You can <laughs> smile for a second. Right, smile. Although I don't like smiling in pictures, but I do it because I don't feel like it's real. I don't like when someone tells me a to smile. A fake smile? Yeah. Right. I like it. Because it looks, it looks like you're fake smiling. Although I got to tell you, by the end of my wedding day, dude, I was I'm like, an, I was like an expert smiler. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you really you're doing it all day. You're smiling, but in your head, you're like, this is stupid. <laughs> Get out of this. this. Why do we need 500 pictures? Right, you really? got it the first 10 times. Uh, have you ever rejected a local anesthetic at the dentist or the doctor? Oh no, they want to give me whatever. Sh oh, shoot me up. Shoot me up. Yeah. Right. Give me the morphine. Oh god. Uh, you know, like just I've noticed there there is this masculinity thing that. Um, like, I've noticed this a lot in guys in my family, particularly, won't admit they like something or, like, uh, just won't, like, won't go to a musical, for example. I love musicals. Because they're just so, they're, 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 <laughs> their butt cheeks clench so hard, they feel like they're going to have to cash in some sort of man card. Wow. It's just a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Hey, yeah, you should embrace things like culture and theater and, you know. The, the stuff that's pretty. What's wrong with that? Admitting it. Admit a puppy's cute. Do yeah. it. I guarantee your balls will still be there after you do. That's true. Hey, do you want to go <laughs> fight me in the parking lot? Yeah, let's go beat each other up. All right. All right. We'll uh, take bets. Who's got Matt? I do. <laughs> You're listening to Kev. Think that makes you cool with the cool kids in school, Fred? On the Morning X. 1049 The Morning X. Kev here. Join the Real Rock Club right now at the xrockford.com or text CLUB to 815-874-2104. You can win three-day Riot Fest passes right now if you sign up. Uh, check out the auctions and a chance to win. All kinds of other stuff there in the Real Rock Club. Again, text CLUB to 815-874-2104. Matt Hall, are you in the Real Rock Club? Keep it real, I am. <laughs> Matt's keeping it real in the Real Rock Club. I keep club. it real. And if he's doing it, 
Y'all should be doing it because influencer of the year, Mr. Matt Hall over here. That's right. I have been impacting local business decisions. He sure has. In the beauty industry and car industry. Uh, mostly mascara. Yeah, mostly. I don't know what it is about you because you you don't look like you're wearing mascara now, but in every picture of you, for some reason, it looks like you're wearing makeup. It's because Chelsea puts filters on our pictures. Ah, makeup filters. She puts for on Matt. a makeup filter. Every picture looks like I'm a Disney character. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> My oh. cheeks are all rosy. That's okay. Disney characters are now Jedis and superheroes. I know. As well. I'm excited. So don't worry about it. That's good. Uh, it's time for nerd news. Nerd news. Well, Matt, it looks like we could have an Oscars host for next year. Oh, is it Will Smith? Any guesses? Tyroyal Smoochie Wallace. Not Tyroyal Smoochie Wallace, unfortunately. I know that's what you wanted. I... Uh, any other guesses? <laughs> the poop that took a pee. It's not the poop that took a pee. <laughs> All those would be good choices. They would. Snuffy. Nope. L. Nope. Mio. Nope. Little Mo with the gimpy leg. Nope. Cheeks. Phony Bob. Cliff. Cliff would have been a great choice. I take Cliff. Yep. <laughs> so, no. Any, any guesses, really, who's going to be the... Honestly, Michael Jackson. Not Michael Jackson. But you've given all my guesses away, so I don't know. Fergie. Yes, Fergie. (laughs) Could it be Fergie? Yeah, please. (laughs) Jesus. It's not going to be Jesus. That would be impressive. A lot of people would love that, Matt, but it's not Jesus. People would be like, fake news. Adele Dazeem. It's not Adele Dazeem either. Adele Dazeem doesn't even exist. (laughs) That's true. So anyway, any, any guesses for real? No, I'm done. You've guessed all of them. I took all your guesses. All of them. All right. Well, uh, they're talking about Chris Rock. I suggested that immediately after it happened. Him and Will Smith should host it. Oh, like a double host thing? Well, Will Smith can't do it because he's banned from the Oscars for 10 years now. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> for doing, uh, for slapping some guy in the face. An executive at ABC already said he's open to the idea. He wants to make next year's show, quote, even better. <laughs> nah, you're not going to top last year's show. Uh, ratings were up by 58% this year. Uh, but that doesn't have anything to do with the slap because you don't get ratings, like, for people going back and watching. Yeah, and besides that, why don't they just cancel the Oscars and make it like an industry thing? Make Don't put it on TV, make it a banquet dinner for them all. They can all applaud each other, do whatever they do. It always seems like they're running for office. They are. Who cares about these people? Who cares about these people? Have you been paying attention to the uh, Johnny Depp-Amber Heard trial? Who hasn't been? Amber Heard, of course, uh, star of Aquaman and Justice League films um, <laughs> on trial uh, for defamation for apparently smearing Johnny Depp's name uh, uh, alleging domestic abuse. Look, oh, I, I thought it was defecation she was on trial for. Oh Well, yeah. Poop is definitely a big <laughs> discussion. It's the defamation defecation trial that's of the right. year. <laughs> that's right. Well, yeah, that that's the thing. It's like there's so many different facets to this story, but the one I keep hearing about the most is who pooped the bed? Somebody pooped the bed. She did. <laughs> right. And she's claiming that it is a, uh, the dog. a dog. She said a dog ate some of Johnny Depp's weed and had bathroom problems ever since. But here's the thing. Their dog, Boo, the one they're referring to, Boo made Boo Boo, mm-hmm. um, they're referring to that dog uh, as the one who pooped the bed. But that's a teacup Yorkie. You can tell the difference between a teacup Yorkie and a human turd. I don't care how small or petite you may be. Uh, you can tell the difference. She took a spite dump in his bed. That's what happened. She just needs to admit it because she's just dancing around it. Yeah, they're claiming the dog had bowel control issues. Yeah, sure. Oh. The whole trial, if you just watch Giant Depp, he's trying not to like lose it and laugh 
Like he's really trying to keep it together up there because he knows how ridiculous it is. It has been. It like I didn't expect to get into the trial. I thought, eh. Yeah, me neither. I don't usually follow that stuff, but my wife's watching it. I'm listening to it in the background, and every ten seconds, I'm going, "What? Yeah, <laughs> it's it is bonkers." If you haven't been following it. Uh, it, it's just nuts. Both of these two people are insane. Both yeah. of them are drunks, d- drugged up, out of their mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to bet that if I, if I were the, uh, in the jury, I would like ask for the case to be dismissed. I don't think the jury can do that because they're, they're both nuts. I believe they both abused each other. Yeah, let uh, go. They, the just, they had a crappy relationship. They're divorced now. Go your separate ways and leave each other alone. It's a draw, yep. Uh, because, you know, she cut his finger off, allegedly. <laughs> she probably did. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's been it sure has been entertaining. There's a lot of things that he allegedly did too that aren't good. Right. I'm not going to list them here. I know we've for we, morning we all radio, know. but I mean we it's uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Look it up if you have to. But really, the main issue here, and I think I think the world agrees with me based on the last couple years of issues in the world. The real issue is who pooped the bed, mm-hmm. who took a dump on those sheets that morning. I'm surprised they didn't save it, you know, for evidence. I don't know. So let's let's we'll uh, let's open the polls here. Who took a dump? Tyrell Smoochie Wallace. It wasn't Tyrell Smoochie Wallace. We've been through this. Who pooped the bed? Was the it a- poop that took a pee. Maybe it was. Aaron. <laughs> a- a- Maybe it was the poop that took a pee. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> that, my nerds, is your news. You're listening to Morning X, Rockford's last resort for your ride to work. It is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I think it's worth noting. That uh, great therapy is just hanging out with a puppy. Am I right, Jamie? Oh, my goodness. The serotonin boost and the endorphin <laughs> rush you get from puppies and kittens, too. Uh, it definitely helps. Um, my favorite dog got adopted last week, which is fine. I'm super stoked. But, like, that was, like, my go-to. Like, on a bad day, I would just go late because she was really good, so she'd get the big cushy beds. So I'd just go curl up with her, and then she'd lay on me like a weighted blanket. That's um, nice, right? And I'm really glad she went home. But now I'm like, okay, who can I go lay with? Because the rest of them are all kind of a little bit nuts. And I'm sure they would lay with me. Myra definitely would lay with me. But she still has a cone on her head, so she's kind of hard to cuddle. Jamie is here from Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary and uh, brought with us another adoptable furry friend. And today we have Bags. Bags. Well, we had Bags. I don't know if Bags is going to even still be. <laughs> bags has been kidnapped. Uh, we had Bags in studio and Chelsea has... Um, Shall we say commandeered him? Yeah, that's that's her dog now. Um, but yeah, I brought I brought bags with bags is a eleven week old feist mix puppy. He the rest of the litter kind of looked like what feist are. Feist are like similar in vein as like Jack Russell Terriers, like so, but just bigger. Sure. They're not that little rinky dinky, right? Um, but the he's black and tan, like so. If you know somebody told me he was a hound shepherd mix, I probably would believe that too. He's just kind of one of those Heinz fifty sevens. Like I can definitely see the. Can, uh, the, the shepherd color. Well, yeah, he's got the black and tan. He's got the floppy ears, which makes, you know, looks like a hound shepherd mix. But I mean, and they could be that too. They could all, that litter could have been half and half of two different things because dogs and cats can have uh, different baby daddies. Sure. Fun facts. <laughs> so you um, say, so you say bigger than Jack Russell Terrier. How big are we thinking for Probably, uh, we've been guessing just because since he's 11 weeks, he's really not, I'm, he's like a good size puppy, but he's not that big, but probably like 35, 45 pounds full grown. So not like so big that you have to like, buy one of those crazy dog beds for, but like big enough that you're not going to break an ankle <laughs> tripping on him. Uh, uh, quite energetic. Yeah, he's super fun. He's really, really playful. He will be, a, once he's trained, like that recall on him, he'll come running for you. You definitely um, you definitely need to train uh, yeah. for, for sure. Uh, just because, I mean, he does seem to be quite energetic. And if you don't train a dog, oh, that's Oh, then you're going to have a monster. Energetic. Yeah, you're right. going to have a monster. <laughs> and then they're going to bring it back to us in eight months. 
which is even funner. You know, I was doing a segment the other day because Aurora, Illinois, just announced that they're going to start ticketing dog owners that that have noisy dogs. Oh, my gosh. Um, Thank God. And uh, Can they ticket my neighbor? (laughs) Right. Right. And somebody said that they already have that ordinance in place here. You know, I don't know how often it actually happens, but it's like if a dog barks for more than 15 minutes. um, You just have to have multiple complaints. Right. Right. So either call every day, which sounds awful, um, or get your neighbors in on calling so you don't have to call every day. But yeah, you do have to like build up a uh, right, report. Sure. But if you you can train that dog to be quiet if you ask it to. It's hard. But it's it, kind of a pain. It's hard um, work. And there's other like options too. Like you could go outside with your dog. <laughs> I know a concept. Um, and like play with it and exercise it so it's not just sitting out in the backyard by itself barking its head off on every leaf and neighbor that happens to drive by. Because um, that's what my neighbor's dogs, they just let them out in the backyard. And they're super cute. Like, uh-huh. they're two really beautiful dogs. I hate going in my... I, I bought We bought this house solely because the backyard is so beautiful. We've got a uh-huh. big backyard with, like, you know, and it's got privacy fences. It's great. The only part that doesn't have the privacy fence is the back of the fence, which uh-huh. goes up to their yard. And then their dogs come and bark at me and my husband and our kid and our dog. And it's just like, <laughs> cool, I don't even want to go out here. Um, I probably should just start calling. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe, but yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, um, you can train any dog. Yeah, you, know, you can you can train an old dog. You can like training really like, but it, it is very crucial at this age and up to a year because if you don't train and you don't set those boundaries with dogs and set expectations, uh, you're gonna have a problem on your hands. Right. There's, and, there's that old saying: you can't teach an old dog new tricks, which isn't necessarily true. But it's harder. As it gets harder. Older, especially. And depending on what the issue is, like if it's just an old dog that wasn't, you know, didn't know how to learn how to, you can teach a dog how to shake. Sure. You can't uh, teach, you know, a 10 year old dog not to bite when it's doing X, Y, when you're doing X, Y, or Z. Like, you know, there's different behavioral issues that right. are easy to fix and not. But training is crucial. Like we just had a puppy return after eight months. Uh, they did nothing. This dog is terrified of everything. I bumped into something and she about jumped out of her skin. Oh, no. Um, we have to go very slow with her because she wants she wants to bite um, yeah. because she is so unsocialized and just this dog is traumatized. Um, never been housebroken and then never been kennel trained. And so anytime you put her in the kennel, she just gets violent diarrhea. Oh, wow. um, so it's been. Yeah, this I feel so bad for this dog and like that. I made a mistake adopting out to this person as a puppy because then they returned it at eight, nine months old. And now she is just she's going to be really hard to find a home for and. I I love where I work, but it's not always the best place for like a really stressed out dog. Sure. And right now I do have a very loud kennel, which is not helping her stress at all. Um, but again, it's it's really, really important. Any dog, even if you get an adult dog that's three years old that knows all of its A, Bs and Cs and whatnot, it's still good to do training because it creates sure. a good bond and expectations for that dog. And, you know, you have to educate yourself uh, on how to train your dog or, or you know, hire a trainer. Well, yeah, and uh, if you and if you don't have like the funds to do like a private trainer, go to uh, Forest City Dog Training. Petco does training that's pretty freaking cheap. YouTube has endless. It, heck, TikTok. There's so many dog trainers on TikTok. Even like I've learned so I, I follow like a handful of people on TikTok yeah. that are dog trainers, and I learned so many little tips and tricks of things that I didn't realize I was doing wrong or things I could do differently that help. But like YouTube is a free option for training and like learning how to do stuff and recall and you know if you want to get your dog to get you a beer out of the fridge or whatever there was something um the uh term they were using on this video that i watched that really helped me with training my dog was um called charging the marker i guess uh when when you give them a treat for doing the thing you asked them to do Mm -hmm. um 
if you have a sound that you make or a clicker. Yeah. Um, you know, like good boy or or yes or yeah, yes is my like click, my click, go-to. Click. Yeah, that's that's called the marker that lets them know they've done something right. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, but you have to charge that before you start doing commands. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know, click click treat, click click treat, and uh, then implement that into your training. Ah, uh, okay, so yeah, no, I get I get what you're saying. That's like that trigger for them, and that I mean that helped me a ton. I learned that just on just on YouTube. Before I even mm-hmm. took him to the professional trainers for obedience, he was already ready for obedience because of that. So uh, yeah, you can do it. You can you do can it. Do and it. With, like, a, with a dog like like uh, um, bags here. Oh my god, he would be so much fun to train. He would yes, he he would for sure. Like that's that's gonna be a really fun dog. He's probably gonna challenge you. He's probably gonna give you a little bit of a hard time. But it is gonna be so rewarding once he is to that point where he is trained because he really like the way he is right now. Like he is. I don't know, just the way he looks at you and like pays attention to you and wants to be with you. Like yeah. that's going to be a really fun dog to work with that is going to love you forever once you like, you know, have that bond in place and that training and respect is there. You're going to you're going to be able to see pictures on our Facebook page at the X Rockford of bags and also uh, from Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary on Facebook as well. We'll link you guys in on that and you can uh, go see for yourself. And if you want to adopt bags, what's the process like uh, with any of our dog adoptions, you come down and meet. Um, if you have another dog, please bring your dog or dogs down with you with their rabies certificate showing their current. If you don't know where it is, you can call your vet and have them verify over the phone. Um, and then as long as yourself and the staff are happy with the meeting, you can take Bags home or any of my other goofy little four-legged friends. <laughs> I also, if Bags is gone and or doesn't make it out of the studio, yeah, Chelsea um, might not I do, let you have bags. I do have another litter of puppies <laughs> that just came back from foster yesterday. They are nine week old Aussie Pit Shepherd or Aussie Pit Lab mixes. I'm sorry. I saw those. Um, those they're great. really cute. Mm. There's like two of each color, except for there's one black one and one brown and white one. But uh-huh. everybody else has a pair. There's two yellow ones. There's two of the weird like chocolatey caramel color, which those ones are so stinky. Oh my god! And they're that, so cute. And that is called a variety. Noahsarganimals.org. Yes. What's the phone number again? Eight one five nine six two two seven six seven. Jamie, we'll talk to you next week. Awesome, thanks. One zero four nine. We're going to show this world a thing or two. The morning X with Kev. You ready for to uh, check out what's going on in the weirdo pool? Oh, is that that time? It's of- time for Rockford misconnections. Now, I want to remind everybody that I'm not making fun of lonely people when we read The Rock for Misconnections. No, not at all. I think everyone has a right to find love, and everyone deserves to find love. However, some of these posts are weird. That's all. And honestly, the hot chick at the grocery store that you were ogling is not on Craigslist. I'm just, just telling you. And she's not going to Craigslist to look for you. She doesn't need to. Right. But that's the point of Rockford Misconnections. People see somebody or meet somebody, perhaps forgot to get their phone number at the bar. Maybe you had a 10-hour conversation and you were like, crap, I don't know how to get a hold of this person again. That's what Misconnections is supposed to be for. But it's turned into the classifieds for the perverts. That's, I mean, that's just what happens sometimes. <laughs> it sure has. Uh, so we're going to play Dirty or Not. You ready? Yeah. This is one post actually in the Rockford area, Misconnections on Craigslist. Titled Farmers, Tractor, Combines. Someone's from Marengo. Okay. Are there any crop farmers on here? Looking for a farmer to ride along with him in the tractor and learn how to plow the fields and plant corn and see soybean. I have a CDL too, looking for fun along with the experience. Matt, dirty or not? You know, it, it's not as dirty as I, I would have hoped. So no, I think it's just a guy or a gal. I don't know what so, I'm going to say. You don't think that this post about plowing and planting seed... No. It's that time of year, it's is, planting season. ...is dirty? You don't think that's dirty? Nope, nope. Just looking for a planting partner. 
He wants to plant corn, Matt. Well, I mean... A whole ear of corn. He's, he's a farmer. That's what they do. Well, go to FarmersOnly.com. Actually, it's true. You don't have to be lonely. Right. <laughs> FarmersOnly.com. That's not a thing anymore, is it? I it, thought... It is. Let's, well, let's find out. We have the internet. Oh, that's true. FarmersOnly.com. I mean, see. people love that. Yeah, right there. Single in the country. You yeah. can sign up immediately. We should get it. We should get an account and start catfishing people. Do you have to work on a farm? <laughs> probably. Okay. I mean, you could probably just say that you do. Yeah, I just wear a plaid shirt and trucker hat in your uh, picture. Well, I'm halfway there usually anyway, so. <laughs> uh, this one is titled Female Slipknot Fan, just looking for other fans to talk to. Sycamore. Now, that's not sexual at all. That's just a. Well, I haven't read the post yet. Oh. Just looking for a potential concert buddy, not just for Slipknot. I'm always drawn to unique and fun personalities, not the same old S-H word, LOL. Been feeling kind of dead inside lately. Please help wake me up, smiley face. It's not dirty, just someone looking for a mutual, you know, someone who shares her interests or his. Is it a guy or a girl? It says female. Okay, yeah, it just she's just looking for someone to share interests, so definitely not dirty on that one. I kind of agree with you on that. You could read into it, but you really have to be digging. Yeah, there's nothing really there. But that's cool, you know. Uh, there are probably Facebook groups that will work better than Craigslist. Slipknot groups, yeah. They, right, yeah. Uh, Craigslist is probably not the best place for that. Let or, me introduce you to social media. Yeah, or maybe Slipknot could have like a, a gathering at their concert, like a... They do. It's called the concert. Just go to the concert if you want to meet other Slipknot concert people. Well, no, like a singles, like a section where you can go or a a room or like a a place where you can like meet other Slipknot singles. Matt wants there to be a Slipknot bang room. Yes, that's what I was getting at. Take off your masks (laughs) and have a great time or leave them on. Uh, All right. Maybe they'd have a wider fan base if they didn't dress so scary. I'm just saying. (laughs) Uh, okay, Matt, dirty or not? All right. Looking for Jason. Already dirty. <laughs> you used to come to my house, and we would party and have fun. Oh, okay. Uh, get back to me if you're around or know of him or like him. Trying to see if we can meet up Thursday night. So not dirty, but implied dirtiness to happen if there was a meetup. Now, what if I told you they misspelled the word come in the sentence come to my house? Well, there we go. See, I was going to ask my next question. How do they spell that word? He's saying come to my house, which isn't dirty, but he spelled it wrong. Well, then. Which might tip it into the net. I'm not going to say why, but. There, there's your answer. Dirty. Again, I'm not making fun of these people. I'm just saying this is not the way to do it. No, it's, it's entertaining. <laughs> you know? I think I might have read this one last time about the cat lady and the felines. I'm uh, pretty sure I did. Yeah, I like the uh, the pool. Is the pool, pool cue one up there? The pool stick or something? I'm sure there's plenty of those left in there. How, yeah. about, this, how about this one? You want to play dirty or not, or you want to play creepy or not? Ooh, creepy or not. We'll do, we'll, we'll do creepy or not then. This one says, DeKalb area. Hey. My new stomping ground, That's sir. you. It says, I saw you while shopping at Jewel. I know that, Jewel. I saw you while pumping gas at Casey's. I know that, Casey's. I saw you on a walk in the park. I know the park. It's me. Sorry. Lo- Lonely Hearts reply. <laughs> it sounds like he's stalking her. It sure does, because if you start at Jewel, then go to Casey's, then go to the park... I saw you at Jewel. I saw you at Casey's. I saw you at your house while you were in your living room. <laughs> right. <laughs> I called your house and you didn't answer. Nice curtains. Yeah. By the way, your front porch light's out. I want to get it fixed. <laughs> I found the key under your mat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> your car is that red one, right? In the driveway? We're never gonna go we're definitely gonna go with creepy on that one. Definitely right? uh, look out, lady in DeKalb. There's a guy stalking you. You know, and, and again, 
We're not making fun. I, I want to make that very clear. This guy, though, I don't like this guy. But I hope, I hope this isn't as creepy as it seems. This seems like a potential, like, and then he murdered her. Uh, this is, yeah, someone's going to be putting lotion in the basket. Yeah. That, that's what this seems like. Mr. I don't want to hurt your dog. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Do you not like that? Isn't yeah. it weird when you quote that movie in any form? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it is. Put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> God, that movie, I hate that movie. I hate Buffalo Bill. It freaks me out. And Buffalo Bill would have done very well on Craigslist. Oh, this was prime Buffalo Bill. Yeah, had he come today, Craigslist would, he'd be all over the Rockford <laughs> Misconnection section on Craigslist for sure. Yeah. Do you uh, like to wear dresses made of human skin? Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll say this. We'll say this. Everybody but this stalker, uh, I hope you find what you're looking for. Yeah, call the cops on that guy. I, I hope you find someone to come over to your house. I hope you find uh, farmers to uh, have farming fun with. Yeah. I, I hope you do. That's Rock for Misconnections. Yo, that's Shizzle. 104.9. I'm sure that this whole thing is just some practical joke. The Morning X with Kev. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. Matt Hall is here. Is your car get fixed or what? Uh, yes and no. Like, it, it fixed it and then it broke again. So oh, no. I think it's uh, I think it's time to buy a new car. It, I don't think it's fixable. So at I think, this point. I think, uh, I think I got someone who can help you, Matt. Yeah? Maybe I'll tell you after we do science news. Oh, great. Does that sound good? That does sound good. All right, excellent. And now, science shit. Uh, As we look at what's going on in the world of nerds out there, what are the nerds trying to solve in the world? Uh, in seafood news. No. We start with seafood here. This is what science is working on right now. Uh, we accidentally found out that scallops are attracted to LED lights, and it can now lead to new fishing techniques that are better for the environment. Oh, so like... You just kind of put an LED light down there? Yeah. Instead of like a bait? I guess. The team figured it out while trying to catch crabs, which I don't recommend <laughs> that. Very itchy. Yeah, you don't want to catch crabs. Uh, which we already knew were attracted to lights. So they were trying to catch crab with the lights, but they accidentally caught scallops. Yeah, well, who doesn't like a nice LED light, huh? <laughs> sure. In AI news, a lead researcher at Google's company DeepMind claims they're very close to achieving human-level artificial intelligence. I don't like that one bit. Here it goes. Here it goes. I don't Matt. like it. We're gonna. That, has no one seen the Terminator? Right. Science doesn't pay attention to the movies. I've noticed. I mean, it's only a matter of time before the robots take over. We'll get there. We're going to get there, and we're getting there faster than... I don't want a robot revolution, do you? Well, you're walking around Schnucks, and it's like, is there something I can help you find? The Schnucks robot's pretty cool. (laughs) But he doesn't really... Yeah, that's like, it's on wheels. Like, you know, it's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger coming at you yet. Not yet, but it will be. Yet. Put down the kumquats. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Aisle 14 is where you want to go. Uh, in green energy news, the team at Cambridge built tiny computers that can run on pond scum. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is, what's the point? Right? They're now working on a new type of solar panel that could work at night by absorbing infrared rays as well. Oh. So, so you my- don't just need the sun. Okay. You know, I, I figured solar energy is eventually where we're heading. Have you been to the gas pump lately? Yeah. It's, uh- <laughs> It's quite the quite the fun adventure, isn't it? But the money you're saving on gas by driving like an electric car, you're paying that in car payments. So you're gonna it's gonna even out either way. So yeah, it, it, yeah. You may be saving the environment, but you're not saving money. No, unless you're rich. <laughs> 
A new study found that watching TV and playing video games might actually make children... Dumber? Smarter. Really? Smarter. And surprisingly, social media had no effect on children's intelligence at all. Yeah. It's more social media is more affects your self-esteem. If <laughs> you look at it and you're like, huh, well, that's interesting. Also, uh, finally here in space news, NASA. Yeah, I know they, them. They've canceled all their unnecessary spacewalks for now. Okay. Because they're saying that the space station's astronauts' helmets keep filling up with water and they don't know why. Weird. Well, yeah, their heads just become giant fish bowls. Well, that's not cool. I don't know how, how they haven't solved this by now. It's been happening for decades. Don't you remember when it happened to Neil Armstrong? Don't you remember when this happened? This is one small step for man, one giant... <laughs> I do. I remember that. That was a historic day. Classic, right? Back in 1969. <laughs> when he, Neil Armstrong almost drowned on the moon. <laughs> uh, actually, God. no. They faked the moon drowning. Okay, do, do you think they did? They faked. It. I believe. No, I believe they made it up there. I I can't believe they faked that. Rockford's own rock morning show. It's a good show. This is a damn good show. The morning X with Kev. It's Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Hogs. Hey, Mike. Kev, good morning. Is it really May twentieth today? Is. Holy it, smokes! The twentieth of May. We're we're flying through this. It's going to be fall before you know it. Man, we're, I could use a summer. Let's get there. We, we we need to get there because I do believe I looked at the forecast and you know it's been nice lately. We've had a lot of warm days. The trees have now sprouted leaves because of the heat we've had, and we're getting back into the sixties uh, tomorrow. A high of fifty nine. So this Arbor Report is brought to you by the window. <laughs> the <Here>. window. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sixty four on Sunday. Sixty five on Monday. Um, and we're headed straight to June, and we have these <laughs> temps in the 60s. You know, it's like it's it's a weird a weird time we're living in climate wise in this in, in Rockford. No doubt, no doubt. But summer is around the corner. Look, you could tell me the polar ice caps aren't melting all that, but climate is changing in Rockford, <laughs> Illinois. Let me tell you what. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, you're here, and and you know we're I you know we're here for uh, sadder reasons than we want to be. Yeah, season ended a little earlier than what we were hoping. Uh, but it is, again, it's May 20th, and we're just wrapping up. So that means something must have gone right at some point in time. Yeah, well, Unfortunately, the last three games didn't go quite as planned for your Rockford Ice Hawks. We will talk about it. We'll, we'll do a recap of uh, a really good season. It's 1049 The Morning X at 812. And in the building, it's Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Hogs organization. Don't you know? Yeah, don't you know? See that Canadian finally paying off. Now, do you say when when you're eliminated from the playoffs? Unfortunately, which is what happened. Uh, is the, do you call it mourning? Are you in mourning? You know, for the season. No, we do call. You know, let's do the post mortem. We do say that. Okay. Yeah. All right. You say, kind of the recap, post mortem on the on the on the year, and let's move on. So what what is the business after? I mean, I mean, not to get too boring on the radio, but like the business after you're done. I mean, you guys just take a break, or do you are you do you still go in every day to do stuff? Yeah, I mean, it's actually a great question because people say, well, what do you do all summer? And, right. and <laughs> our response is, you know, we have 36 of these plus other events that we just don't start planning on Tuesday before the Saturday game. So it uh, <laughs> it's a little bit lighter, especially now. Actually, the longer that you play play, the less time you get to really regroup. We really start kind of turning the page to next year, probably in about February, early March. Yeah. So we've already started planning for next year, but 
you know, we're already almost to Memorial Day, so <laughs> everyone's going to start taking vacations June and July, and you know, before you know it, it's going to be August, and it's going to be like, oh man, we got like two months here. So it, we, we we start planning um, like more off days for sure, some downtime. But if you slack too much, you'll you'll pay for it on the back end. Oh yeah, when when you get to that crunch time, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, what a great season it was, though. I mean, first season under under Black Hogs, uh, Black Hogs. I said Black Hogs <laughs> under, under Black Hogs ownership. Uh, Are you proposing a, a a new team name? Is that what we're doing here? Hey, I, you know, <laughs> I'm not the one who came up with Ice Hogs, which is a great a great team name. But if if it's the Black Hawks minor team, they might have considered that. Yeah, Black Hogs. That, that's fine. Uh, but, uh, you know, like first first year under that ownership, and uh, you know, first year back with with full capacity crowds, and uh, you go to the playoffs. Yeah, it, it was it was awesome. I mean. If you compare it to where we want to be and where we've been in in years past, yeah, it, things were down a little bit because of, I mean, there was so much uncertainty. But where things ended up, I mean, we had two sellout crowds. We had a playoff game with 5,400 people. And our final one, I think we had like 4,200 uh, last Sunday. It, it was a success. The year was a success. The ownership of the Blackhawks, it's been awesome. They've they've supported this organization. They're committed to this town. So the the future is bright. Um, it, it's never fun to lose, no. especially to your rivals in Rosemont there. But, yeah. you know, they cheat, right? So Right, we know they do. Yeah. <laughs> we have it under good authority. Yeah, yeah. We, we just haven't proven it yet, but we will, you know, we'll, we'll do some more digging. But They're looking at our playbook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yes. Someone stole our playbook. They're deflating the puck. <laughs> yes. Bunch of Tom Brady's over over there. <laughs> the flight gate hits hockey. You know what it would be in hockey? It would be they thawed the pucks out. Did you know the pucks are frozen? No, they're not. Yeah, they freeze the pucks, right? It's it's it's, it's basic, you know, physics there, right? Because if the puck, which is vulcanized rubber, isn't frozen, it's going to bounce more on the ice. So a lot of times when the puck is bouncing more, it means the pucks are probably thawing out. So the pucks are actually frozen. If you ever catch a game puck... Or hopefully you don't get hit in the head with one. Yeah, right. uh, they're actually frozen. If you do get in the hit in the head with a game puck, pick it up and apply it to where you just got hit because it'd be like an ice pack. So there's my advice of the day. And for just you. know that Mike Peck has good lawyers. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, plans for next season. Uh, it, you say you're already back to work. You know. Um, so what, what what can we expect next season? I mean, are we going bigger? So uh, renovations will be kicking in again. Uh, we're getting a new video board, which is going to be like twice the size of the one that we have right now. That's great. So it's it's going to be awesome. It's going to be clear. It, it's just going to be a, a nice, better experience from that perspective. We're getting some ribbon boards in the building. Um, probably, maybe most importantly, the bathrooms are getting updated. Oh, there you yeah. go. <laughs> so, yeah, it's one of those things you don't think about until you have to use one. You're like, these bathrooms here are really bad. You know, nothing is worse than the troughs at Wrigley Field. Oh, uh, man. So, I mean, I think we've talked about this before. Yes. Yeah, the only thing worse than the troughs at Wrigley Field is watching the trough diving at Wrigley Field. <laughs> yes. We have talked about this before. Now that, now that I'm thinking about it, we have, we have definitely talked about that before. Uh, so, uh, updated bathrooms, uh, and updated, uh, video board, because I don't know if you know this right now, but all that's up there are they just hung up four 12-inch black-and-white TVs, <laughs> yeah. and they're, they're upgrading to flat, to flat screens. But what we did is we call it vintage, and it's cool. So that's a, anytime, <laughs> oh, no, it's anytime, it's, so just call it, yeah, it's vintage. It's, oh, no, that's awesome. It's oh, in, man. I love it. 
It's analog. <laughs> so the video board we have right now that is still up there hanging is 15 years old. And, you know, the shelf life for those things are usually 10 to 12 years, which is crazy because they're expensive, right? Like, I'm sure the one we're getting is going to be a million bucks, right? But we, we were afraid to shut this off. This board after we weren't sure if it was going to turn back on. We had a game, I don't know when it was, February, March. Uh, there was something going up in the production room, and you'll appreciate this. Something was going on. One of our, one of our producers of the, of the game operations went back to like look at something, literally tripped over the cord and unplugged the video board about an hour, maybe two hours before the game, and we couldn't get the thing back on. So oh. we were like, Two hours before, like an hour before doors opening, and we couldn't get the video board back on. So it's time for a new one. Yeah, it, it did turn back on, by the way. It's <laughs> <laughs> but it was, he literally tripped over the cord. It's like a movie, right? Uh, I can't imagine the call to IT there. Um, is it plugged in? Did you, did you try rebooting it? Yeah, yeah we unplugged it. <laughs> <laughs> just go up there and slap it. Yeah, right. That's what we do to get these mics to work sometimes. We just got to slap it. <laughs> So if you if you call me for help, that's going to be my first suggestion. Yeah, yeah, just slap it or unplug it or reboot it, right? So. Yeah. Well, uh, condolences uh, on the the loss of the wolves, and uh, you know uh, the end of one year though. But you can always look forward to next year, and a great team this year could mean a good team next year. Well, yeah, and, and you know a lot of times at, at this level, there's a lot of uncertainty of hold what on, I just hold on, I just downgraded you. Yeah. I, I said a great team this year means a good team next yeah, year. Well, you did, you kind of did. And, I, I didn't even pick up. And on then that. the following year, it's going to be a semi okay. Yeah, mediocre. and then you guys are going to be really bad yeah. in about four years. No, but you get what I'm saying. There's well, room to build. There is, and a lot of these players actually are going to be back next year. Great. Um, so, which doesn't always happen. Um, it's a cycle at this level. Uh, usually, a year you're a lot of new guys, and you're eh, a little shaky. Then you get better, and then you get pretty good, and then all those guys move on. So it's about a three year cycle. So next year, in theory, should be a year that that this ISOGS team should be pretty solid. And we had a, we had a good team this year. We had a good year this year. Well, uh, I'm going to miss our segments. Uh, of course, you can drop by anytime if you guys have any off-season uh, promotions going on, any kind of charity drives or anything like that. Of course, you can always come on and uh, plug your stuff. Mike Peck from the Ice Hogs. Uh, I, I appreciate it, by the way. Thank you. It's been it's been fun as always. And yeah. uh, before you know it, it's going to be uh, September, October, and yeah. we'll be doing this all, all this nonsense all over again. Uh, a- absolutely. And uh, congrats on a great season, uh, despite the you know the wolves thing, which we'll forget about. Uh, yeah, I already did. I don't even know who they are. Deflategate, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, congrats on a great season, and we'd look forward to next year. Awesome. Thanks, Kev. Mike Peck. Thank you. One hundred four nine. The morning exit is Kev. Look who's here. Michael. Michael Palmandary, comedian. Michael Palmandary back in studio. Good to have you back, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me. Back. What the hell have you been doing? I saw you like a month ago. I know, man. Uh, I don't know. Just been hanging out, trying to do shows, I guess. You know, it took a little bit of time off, but I mean, uh, when I say time off, that's like a week, and a week feels like a month for me. You got a fresh haircut? I did. I got that fresh cut. Look, it's faded. Michael it's... got the Adam Levine. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I got them. <laughs> I got the haircut. Like man. a tattoo. <laughs> I'm at a payphone. Yeah, an un, ungood, un ungood singing voice. Uh, uh, yeah, especially this early in the morning uh, when I haven't properly warmed up. Mm, right, oh. you need to do your your la la las and your me me me's and, and uh, my red leathers, yellow leathers. Oh God, it's a part of the uh, vocal lexicon, if you will. You know, in broadcasting school, where I went to, yes, folks, I went to broadcasting school to learn how to do this. That exists. Um, they had like this packet they gave us that had all these. 
vocal warm-up things you could read. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it was like, like the challenge was like a paragraph you had to read without stopping, without breathing. You know what yes. I mean? So like yeah, there was yeah. that, but then there was also the red leather, yellow leathers. Oh, dude. The unique New Yorks. Oh, <laughs> unique New York, unique New York. You know you need unique New York. Yeah, I'm kind of a nerd about, I do, I do tongue twisters every day because I'm always like doing vocal warm-ups. Plus like even before a stand-up show, I'll do a lot of tongue twisters because there's something about like getting like, the the face and like the jaw warmed up because I'm I know I'm about to talk to a lot of people sure especially because I've been doing theater for like 20 years it's just kind of a part of like the natural process of like getting ready for a show but oh my gosh like with doing like choirs and theater for years like I just have like a a book of of all these like tongue twisters that I sure. know and sometimes I even try to like come up with my own yeah and uh, you know like what do we have we had she brews a proper cup of coffee in a copper coffee pot. Oh, I don't know that one. There's uh there's one I read in a uh I got a birthday card for somebody one one of those funny birthday cards. <laughs> and in, inside it was like something like celebrate and it said one tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor. Oh. And now I do that as tongue twisters all the time. My girlfriend would hear me doing them so fast. She's like, can you can you just like take a breath? I'm worried you're going to pass out from doing that so fast. <laughs> I got one for you. Okay. I and this is, a, this is you got to do a 10 times fast type of thing. Okay. okay. And I'm, I'm going to give it to you okay. to do right now. Okay. Ooh, uh, are you giving me a challenge? I, I am. All right. Uh, and when you read this, you're going to see why it's going to be very difficult for you to say on the radio. Okay. Um, 10 times fast. Okay. Um, the phrase is big ticks dip tips. I'm going to give you the sheet. Oh, now read wow. that 10 You're times really fast. You're really putting me on the spot. <laughs> I have to do this 10 times fast. Yeah, yeah. Let me put my readers on here. Yeah. <laughs> Big ticks dip tips. Okay. Ooh, here we go. 10 times Pray fast. Ready? And... Big ticks, dip tips, big ticks, dip ticks. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't. I failed. I failed. Every time we do that, the FCC is like, hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> Let's just wait. Hold on. Also, people are just waiting by the phone or by the radio to like cancel me at any moment. The, as well, soon they're as not going to do that if you accidentally say Nobody knows whatever. me well enough to cancel me. Like they yeah. have to actually do some real research. I mean, my last name isn't very common. <laughs> but they yes, just... I, I don't know anything about him, but I, I understand he's got an Adam Levine haircut. That's yeah. all I can tell you. Uh, maroon negative five over here. Uh, yeah, I'll say. Uh, I'll say. I'll say. Uh, Michael Palminari is doing some stand-up comedy this weekend. Where's it happen? Who you're with? Absolutely. So uh, tomorrow night, going to be at Suze's Lounge, which is over on Forest Hills Road. We got a show, 7 p.m. There is no cover charge. It is free. Uh, my good buddy Scott Galvin is putting this show together. He's actually going to be hosting the show. We got a really good lineup. I'll be on the show. We also have a comic from Peoria, Illinois, by the name of Autumn McGowan. She's very good. I've been doing some some shows with her recently. Also, we have a local favorite, Chris May, who's been on the show, Ink Master. Sure, yeah. And then we also have uh, on the show Matt Miller from uh, Southern Illinois, who was just recently on the game show Holy Moly. That's at uh, golf, a uh, big uh, big mini golf show. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's it's hosted by Rob Riggle. Okay. Uh, and Matt was just recently on it. He stole that episode. He was sure. absolutely hilarious. We've got him on the show as well. So if you want to see some comedy tomorrow night, come to Seuss's Lounge. Uh, to see this type of show for free is an absolute 
absolute steal. I, I to to see any stand up show for free well, see, that's uh, the is thing. a steal. Exactly. Like uh, I mean, whether it's like Scott, my buddy Scott Galvin, putting shows together, or Jared Corey with Fats Productions putting shows together. Who he has a show tomorrow night at Hope and Anchor, eight p.m. Joe Kilgallen is is headlining that show. So go check that out. Like I, I, when people ask me who my favorite comics are, I mean, I could probably say one or two famous people, but they're all comics that I know that are right. working. And you know, uh, people, you have to get out and see these shows because you're seeing some comics that are that are incredible. They're they're working all the time. They're up and coming, as as people will say. I don't know about myself and Michael, but there are people that you're going to see on these shows in Rockford that are going to be on TV. One yeah, day. I mean, I'm I mean, I'm happy being the warm up act for these people <laughs> right now, which is which is yeah. great. I I'm happy to be I'm happy to be on the show with them. You know, I'm happy to be on the lineup. So yeah, so you can say, oh, I saw them on Forest Hills Road when they were when they were coming up. You yeah, yeah, that, you exactly, know? exactly. Right. So it, it's a, it, it's a great thing to be able to see this kind of show free. So take advantage. One more time, where is it at? It's at Seuss's Lounge tomorrow night, seven p.m. No cover charge. It's at uh, on Forest Hills Road. So please come check it out. Excellent, Michael Palmdery. Want to hang for a little while? Absolutely. Neat. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. As always, your tool of the day is powered by Retool of Rockford on East State Street. They buy, sell, and trade tools. We make fun of tools. It just makes sense, right? I love it. Yeah. Um, this We're going to go to Minnesota for this one. Rochester, Minnesota. Okay. Well, that's making some weird noises. Is, is um, that Rochester's that's the, uh, sound? Is that their city sound? I don't know. we got R2-D2 in here somehow. <laughs> R2-D2 with flatulence. Um, <laughs> exactly. I don't know if anybody even heard that off mic, but uh, a 53-year-old woman in Rochester, Minnesota on Monday um, got arrested. <laughs> this is ridiculous. She was apparently driving around yelling from her car with a bullhorn. She was apparently yelling stuff about religion because she said later that she was just trying to spread the word of God. (laughs) (laughs) So you're walking down the street, a woman drives by and is like, you need to get Jesus into your life, young man. Hey there, you, you youngsters, you need to get yourself to church there, by golly, don't you know is what you need to do there. So she'd been doing this for like five days. Wow. And people she was were, on a bender. People were lodging noise complaints. Up to nine people had lodged noise complaints against her. Against her, And then a cop saw her doing it again on Monday while running a, led, a red light. Wow. As the Lord tells you to yeah. do. I don't stop for Satan. <laughs> Not those red lights. That's the color of the devil. I don't break for the devil. <laughs> wow. Uh, she took off, and when they tried to pull over, they didn't catch her at that point. But then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Another cop saw her at an intersection 45 minutes later, and uh, then she yelled. This is according to KAAL News. Uh, she yelled as she was getting pulled over into the bullhorn, Oh, look, I'm getting pulled over. <laughs> and that's a direct quote. She's like, Jesus, <laughs> take the wheel, won't you? Oh, jeez. She crashed through some barricades and then finally stopped after driving into a bunch of wet cement. She got stuck in a construction zone because she drove over wet cement. So she got stuck. The cops caught her and arrested her. Wow. That just kept getting better or worse, depending <laughs> on who you are. I imagine that she's in like that uh, Blues Brothers, like cop mobile that has that giant blow horn at the top of oh, it. Yeah. And she's just slowly driving around Rochester. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, just spreading the word of God. We're getting the band back together. Is what we're doing. Okay, Blues Brothers Passage 316 here. 
I hate Illinois Nazis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's one of those things we can quote all day if we're given the chance. We've got sunglasses. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> Uh, I like how we're kind of combining the Blues Brothers accent with the Minnesota accent we were just making fun of. Uh, yeah. It's she's all facing, kind of the same after a while. She's now facing two counts of fleeing police, one count of first-degree property damage, and one count of driving without insurance. And the construction crew says that she caused $30,000 in damage to what they were working on. Well, I'm sure the church will take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you all to add more to the offering plate this weekend. <laughs> when, when they removed the car from the wet cement, was there like angel wings there imprinted or something? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there was. I'm wow. sure there was. <laughs> and she is your tool of the day. Don't be a tool like this lady, but the right tool for your job. Find it at Retool of Rockford on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese. They buy, sell, and trade tools. Go see Dave or visit RockfordRetool.com. You're listening to Kev. So what do you think of a character like that? 104.9. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, Doctor. The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. Still here with Michael Palmondary. Michael! Come on! <laughs> I can't. Every time, every time I see him, I can think of the, the Jackson 5 movie uh, where where Joe Jackson is once again screaming at his children. For <laughs> I watched that movie all the time growing up. It was on VH1 like every Sunday night. And and when you would hear when you would hear Joe Jackson getting pissed like Michael <laughs> Yes. Yes. Were you intimidated? That's your name. Yeah, you know, sometimes like it would make me have flashbacks of uh, my own childhood. Uh no I'm kidding. Did you put the towels in the pool? I did, I did. Who yeah. Who put the yeah. towels in the pool? Michael! That was me. That was me. I'm sorry. I got bored. It was summer vacation. I saw towels and I was like, why not put them in the pool? Uh we didn't have any rafts. I thought Let's they just would say, work. You got Michael Jackson in a lot of trouble if that was I you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got a beaten because of you. Well, I'm sorry. Beat it. Well then you're actually probably responsible for the creative energy that made the thriller album. And you're so. welcome, you music go. industry and fans <laughs> across the world. Somebody who was born. Born years after Michael Jackson was born and famous, was somehow responsible <laughs> for changing the music industry just by being a brat growing up, and for somebody else named Michael getting the heat for it. There's millions of other Michaels in sure. the world, but that energy was specifically transferred there was to the, the one king that, of pop. There was the one that John Travolta played with the Angel Wings. Absolutely, which is Michael. probably like second and most important, right underneath uh, Michael. Jordan or right. Michael Jackson. Well, then he would probably be third as Michael Jordan. Michael Scott from The Office. Michael Scott, uh, exactly. Michael from uh, The Lost Boys. Michael, Michael from The Lost Boys. That's that's a, that's a really good one. There's a lot of like really famous Michael J. Fox. Right. So you could be any one of those, but it was you, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. So uh, thanks for that. Hi, I'm Michael Palmondary. <laughs> Michael Palmondary. Thanks for doing that. Uh, doing comedy in the Rockford region uh, tomorrow night. Where is that at again? That is at Seuss's Lounge. It is on Forest Hills Road. It is at 7 p.m., and there is no cover charge, Ow! folks. See, we could give away tickets to the show, but you don't need them because it's free. No, so why not come on out? Like, are you doing anything tomorrow night? I'll answer that for you. Yes, you're coming to Suze's Lounge to see comedy. Let me tell you the dedication to the craft that Michael Palmondary has. Mm -hmm. Michael Palmondary uh, is a huge WWE fan, and he's skipping that at the BMO tomorrow to go do comedy. You see? You see that? For you. Exa for all of you. I'm doing that for the people. I'm doing that for the comedy universe, you know? Right. I have to give a show that the people are asking for. So I have to, you know, give up some personal time as a as a pro wrestling fan and not watching something I've enjoyed since childhood. And, <laughs> I, and I'm putting a show for the people. You can't see me right now, but I'm raising my eyebrow like The Rock and I'm... 
smelling what he's cooking, and it smells like you should come to Suze's Lounge tomorrow night to see free comedy at 7 p.m. I like that a lot. <laughs> if you smell a little, little, little. That was the, the longest way around to land a joke. We did it. You're welcome. <laughs> and that's why you should see the show. Well, he, Michael will be will oiling himself up and be shirtless for his set. I, I do all my shows in your typical pro wrestling <laughs> speedo, and I carry a championship belt in which I earn because I'm the Midwest comedy champ. That's right. That's right. Michael! Always a pleasure to have Michael Palmdary in studio. Uh, can't wait for next time, man. Thanks for hanging out. Appreciate you, buddy.